Hello, race fans. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Outlap here on the EKN Radio Network. And indeed, uh, we are back on the road, uh, this time in Newcastle, Indiana. Excited to give you an Outlap preview of this coming weekend's Supercarts USA Summer Nationals at Newcastle. And again, the first of two weekends. So this one's going to kind of Outlap uh, preview the entire event, the two-weekend event. We'll, of course, come back with a debrief midway uh, through next week and, and do a little bit of a preview for the, the final weekend. Again, the entire Supercarts USA Pro Tour uh, into these two triple-header weekends. My name is Rob Howden, joined, as always, by David Cole. Uh, this is our preview podcast. We'll talk about the teams, the drivers. Um, obviously, we'll look at point standings next week because we're starting off the season now. Uh, those of you who follow the SCUSA Pro Tour know that uh, the COVID-19 shutdown really locked and loaded the program. David Cole and Xander Clements were down in New Orleans for the uh, Winter Nationals, but that only got into Friday. So we've kind of been sitting here waiting to get the Supercarts USA Pro Tour back running. SCUSA doing a great job jamming everything here into these two weekends. It's going to be a really uh, exciting 10-day period at Newcastle, Indiana. This edition of the EK and Outlap brought to you by Leading Edge Motorsports. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of countless drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Most recently, Greg and his Leading Edge Motorsports staff guided Danny Formal to victories at both the Rock the Rio and Supercarts USA Super Nationals in Las Vegas. Leading Edge Motorsports is the West Coast dealer and factory team for IP karting, which manufactures the ultra-competitive Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Visit LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more info or find them on Facebook and Instagram. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. All right, David, we launched this Outlap Preview Podcast at the Super Nationals last year. It's August the 5th right now. It is Wednesday. We're getting ready to roll in. I'm already here in Newcastle at our essentially unofficial EKN headquarters when we're down here, our Airbnb in Newcastle. Uh, You'll be heading down here tomorrow. Episode 10 of the Outlap, though, and uh, wow, what a weekend, or let's say weekends uh, we have lined up because uh, essentially six races over nine days. Yeah, as you said, a 10-day marathon essentially is what uh, what we're going to be doing if you count, you know, the two practice days that we're going to have. And then, as you said, six days of actual racing, six rounds of competition to decide this year's Supercarts USA Pro Tour champions. It's going to be... a unique, certainly a unique aspect to uh, to not only the championship, just but just for the sport in general, because we're not used to running a three round weekend and then let alone do it back to back. You know, we've had some back to back weekends with, you know, a typical Saturday, Sunday rounds of racing, but never this, you know, race on Friday, Saturday and Sunday and then turn around and do the same thing again. Uh, thankfully with the, with the Newcastle Motorsports Park, we're able to, to do this. Um, obviously the state of Indiana is, is, um, been one of the more open, uh, states during this COVID-19 pandemic, uh, having some recent, um, uh, guidelines put in and certainly masks are being obviously required now, no matter where you're going now in the state. Uh, we noticed that a couple weeks ago after the USPKS program, uh, was done at Newcastle. But again, you know, the the great thing about the Newcastle facility, they've worked with local and state officials from the get-go to make sure that everything is compliant, everything is safe, and and they're following uh, all the all the guidelines that have been set out by the government and all the different health 
um, health organizations. Yeah, let's set the stage there. Uh, here in Indiana, of course, the biggest news most recently just coming down earlier this week was that the uh, the Indianapolis 500 uh, will be run now with no fans. Obviously, we're a much different venue and a much different uh, amount of attendance. Uh, they were expecting probably somewhere around 75,000 people, I think, for the Indianapolis 500. No fans there. Indiana, though, is into stage 4.5, essentially. There has been an uptick in cases, but we're talking just over 100, I think still under 200 cases, new cases a day. So a little bit of an uptick, uh, but nothing to the point where, hey, you know what, we're going to shut this place down, nothing can happen. And as you said, um, the staff at Newcastle Motorsports Park has done a tremendous job uh, to be able to put things together and work with the local the health authorities uh, again, masks will be will be uh, mandatory throughout the, the weekend, social distancing, what people will be talking about. But we're going to be able to get this race in, which is absolutely key. And, and David, as you said, we probably I don't know if we could run this particular event anywhere else, not even just in terms of the, of the health code. But you also want to have a couple of different configurations, right? We're talking about six races over two weekends. The cool thing about Newcastle is that we know what, there's like 45 different layouts now that you can run. Uh, 48, I believe, is, is – <laughs> is, is, I think that's what Cup Carts North America oh, did right. when they were there. I think it was the 48th layout that they designed, yes. Wow. All right. So here's the here's the <laughs> bottom line. August 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th is the opening weekend. They're going to be on track tomorrow for practice. Then full, full, three full days of racing, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, rounds one, two, and three. We come back again for another Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I believe Wednesday practice opening up for the because it's a different racetrack. So Wednesday practice, Thursday practice, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're racing again for rounds four, five, and six. The best five events of those six rounds count to the championship. So by the end of that weekend, we're going to know who the, the national champions are, as you said, David. Um, let's, let, I'll let you kind of lay out. Let's let's talk about the, the tracks themselves because uh, one that we had last year, and then uh, it's, a, it's a different deal, different approach for event number two. Yeah, this this weekend is going to be the same layout that we had in 2019 Summer Nationals with the the 17-turn supermile course uh, using part of the oval that's on the outskirts of the national layout, and then they go through the roller coaster section and then back onto the original uh, national course. Um, so it, it had its praises and had its uh, pros and cons, obviously, uh, last year. But uh, going three rounds on that, it's definitely going to put uh, – it's going to test not only the drivers and teams, but really the the equipment with the chassis and the engines – trying to go three full rounds of racing. So it's that's going to be really interesting to see how that unfolds as we head into Sunday, you know, and it, it's kind of the wear and tear on everybody's equipment and, and wear and tear on the drivers and teams and just to see how how that kind of unfolds because, you know, we're, we're, we typically see, you know, one, two, three, maybe even four drivers double up on a weekend, but to be able to triple up, yeah. And start that weekend off with three w- victories to start off the championship chase with only three more rounds to go after that. That's going to be uh, it's going to be very key or interesting to, to watch how that unfolds. And then coming back the next weekend, David, a, a major difference. So, of course, counterclockwise for the Super Mile, 17 corners, as you said. Next weekend, we're moving to the national course, but reverse national, which puts us in the counterclockwise uh, direction. Only 15 turns, but a big difference in what we've done for Supercarts USA. I don't think we've ever run 
in the reverse order, the, the, the clockwise direction around the racetrack. So normally it's been that run down to I-70, the hairpin, and coming back, right? Either the r- long run down the straightaway to start finish, or in years past, quite a while ago, we had the 90 degree at the end of the corner for that short run to the checker flag. A lot of over-unders there. Guy blocks to the inside, you make a move to go over-under. We're going to go clockwise, flipping it around. So those essentially the corners, it'll be a, it'll be a right, left, right, 90 degree combinations right by the scales coming back to start finish. You and I talked before we went on to the uh, start of the broadcast here. I don't know how that's going to finish. You seem to think it's going to be exciting. I, I don't know. We'll see. And I'm looking forward to the first final. That's for sure. Well, when you look at the national course and what is now what would be two, three and four, uh, are, are very interesting corners because you got a left, a right, and a left. And so you get you get a little guys going, you know, diving in on the on the right hander for a pass. Um, you know, if you if you get a little squirrely out of the left. I think with this, you know, going in the reverse national and then coming to the checkered flag, we're gonna see a lot, you know, we're gonna see a lot more action than what we're we're used to seeing. And especially because, you know, we can't see it at I-70 because it's so far away. I mean, there's a lot that goes on there when you're when you're running the normal direction for the national course. So when we're coming to the reverse national, I think you're going to see a lot of action in what will now be the right, left, right before they get to the checkered flag. So that I, I personally believe we're going to see a lot of action, especially in the X30 categories, because you're you're carrying more speed. There's a little bit more, you know, uh, oscillation between speeds going in and out of the corners. Uh, it might not be as 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 prevalent in in some of the slower categories, like say mini or micro, because they're on the gas all the time anyway. Uh, but I think for for the X thirty categories, we're going to see some some interesting passing in that in those well, sections. I guess to your point, David, if someone comes down the straightaway out of what would have been five, you know four back to three, which I'll be obviously the other way around, like 12, 13, 14, 15, When you're coming down that straightaway, if you're blocking to the inside, you're really going to be off the line, you know, shallow entry wide exit you're gonna you're gonna see guys crisscrossing back and forth i think right that's oh, kind yeah. of what it's gonna be a lot of over-unders and uh if someone gets themselves way out of it where they can't get back across the racetrack to set up for turn 14 that sets up for 15 it could be interesting i, I don't know if the, if the straight if the start finish line's far enough down coming out of 15 but man i'll tell you there's gonna you're probably right there are going to be some guys especially in this particular weekend it's the second weekend Guys may have to force the issue a little bit if they want to get themselves back in the championship. Could be exciting. Yeah, they, I mean Friday around four, you know, they might need those extra points to be able to get themselves up. Uh, you know, if you got a lead, if if you got a lead group of four or five drivers, and like you said, you got guys crisscrossing. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a lot of excitement, I think, uh, and especially with the grandstands kind of right there along pit lane or pit pit out. Uh, it'll be quite interesting. I think it's going to be uh, phenomenal. Yeah, hold on. Elbows up for sure. Uh, <laughs> just a look at the event schedule, as David had said. Thursday, official practice day, a total of five sessions. The first three sessions, the shorter seven-minute sessions. The last two, the extended uh, 12-minute sessions. Uh, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, round one, two, and three. And then it'll be round four, five, and six. Uh, qualifying eight laps, pre-final 10 laps. And, of course, the main events, 14 laps for uh, the slower cars, the junior categories, uh, Micro mini, I'm not sure exactly which ones. Micro and mini are going to run the 14, and then everybody, everybody else, 16? else 16. And Ooh. then uh, micro and mini are eight in the. Well, actually, this that's is right. for the first weekend. I got it. I forgot to oh, uh, right. to add the second weekend here. Um, Shorter racetrack, uh, so it could be longer. Yes, yeah, so right? I believe it was 11. Let me scroll down here. 
uh, 11 laps in the pre-final, 10 for mini and micro, and then 18 okay. laps for the main event, 16 for mini and micro. There you go. That's the event schedule. And again, folks, we got back-to-back weekends here on the EKN Radio Network and the EKN Trackside Live program brought to you by Cooper Tires. Uh, we're excited to do it. David, as I said, is going to be rolling down here and, and uh, tomorrow and and, you know, we'll be trackside, get things underway. Make sure you follow our social media. We'll have all that rolling to try to bring you the, the best coverage we possibly can from what should be a, an amazing uh, double-header weekends, triple-header races, double-header weekends back-to-back at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, entries still coming in, I think, probably, I would assume, I don't know that they're uh, still allowing trackside entries. I assume they probably would be still. But when we get back from this break, David will go through the numbers. We'll tell you uh, how many drivers we got lined up for the 2020 Supercarts USA Summer Nationals, what I believe they're going to call the Summer Festival. Stay with us. More to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Technology, design, and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the U.S., the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Kartsport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Kart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Kart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Kartsport North America through their official website. Cartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com, where all our products are just a mouse click away. We ship daily to ensure that you get your order as quickly as possible, and we are constantly adding new products to our online store. We specialize in IME engines, tillet seats, ceramic product line, OTK products, Briggs and Stratton engines, and of course, our championship-winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fit your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network, our 10th edition of the EKN Outlap, our preview podcast where we talk about the event that we are heading to with the EKN Trackside Live program. Myself, Rob Howden, alongside David Cole. Uh, David, let's have a look at the numbers here uh, of what we got going on. Uh, Last year, I believe, was around a little over 250, over 230. So considering, I think, the the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, some people elected not to race, some people not traveling in. Of course, no one coming in from from Europe or Australia. We normally had a couple of people potentially coming in from international uh, in the international scene, but uh, 
everything national, everything here. And, and we're like, what, 235, I think, for this weekend? Yeah, 235 for this weekend. We had 256 last year. And also Canada. I mean, you, you've yeah. been able to come down. I, if I recall looking at the list, I think there's only one Canadian who's actually come, two Canadians, sorry, coming down. Wow. Uh, Alex Berg is being one of them and Thomas Naveau. Uh, but you have a, a few Mexican drivers, a few uh, driver from Bermuda, obviously with Scott Barnes. Um, some, so as I said, Mexico, um, Brazil, there are a few drivers who are obviously living in Brazil, but nationality is, is Brazil. Um, so yeah, not the international numbers are certainly down this year. Um, you have a busy European schedule as well too. So, uh, you know, we were not able to bring in, uh, the European drivers as well because they're racing. We had drivers from the U S actually travel to Europe to race as well. So we'll talk a little bit more about that as we go along in our, uh, in our previews. Well, look at the numbers. Obviously, you know, Micro Swift, the same as last year at 23, a little uptick in Mini Swift. We have 40 carts in the Mini Swift category. Uh, a bit of a drop, though, in the X30 classes, which kind of coincide to an increase as well in KA100. We've seen some drivers move from the X30 into the KA100. The junior X30 junior, 47 down to 30. Uh, X30 senior, still 44, a full, what we would call a full field for Scusa, 44 drivers. They run at Supernats as well. 51 last year, 44. X30 Masters essentially cut in half, David. 13 down to 6. And actually no Supermasters drivers here this year at all. But uh, we do have a, a, a good little group. Of, no, not little group. A growing group in X in, in K100, junior, senior, and new for 2020, the K100 Masterclass. Yeah, really the the question, question mark uh, when you look at the numbers is the master. Yeah. The numbers. Uh, I mean, you have seven total in shifters with four in G1 and three in G2. As we said, only six in X30 Master with no Super Master drivers whatsoever. And then now only three in the new K100 Masters. So you're looking at just over, you know, double digits for, for Masters drivers, which is very odd and not like a Supercarts USA Pro Tour event because. Essentially, when it began, it, there was a lot of master drivers that were racing within the program. A lot of them at the local, or not local, but regional levels, especially at the California Pro Kart Challenge. Um, so, you know, I, you know, you don't know if this has to do with the COVID situation where where guys are are stuck at home working, um, or, or you know, what really is this the situation with that? Um, plenty of categories for them to dra- to race in, but uh, just the numbers aren't there. Well, you know, one of the things I think Scuse has been kind of that that the, the big supporter of Masters racing for the last number of years, right? And to be honest, when the Pro Kart Challenge first started before the Cutcher family bought Supercarts USA, it was an adults-only program. PKC was only adults. There was no kid classes, no juniors. And I think it's weird because you think about Masters being 30 and up, and then, you know, our senior categories now, drivers anywhere from 14 to 19, it's almost like this 10 to 15-year sliding window where – you know, we may not see a, a, a bunch of masters because people don't graduate from senior into masters, right? You kind of hang around for a while to keep racing or you go to school or, and then you kind of come back to masters. It just feels to me like we're in, we're in this sliding, kind of a sliding window where a lot of the masters guys that have been around for 10 years are starting to retire or go do something different. Yeah, some of it may, may be COVID-19 and guys having to work, as you said, but I don't know. It just seems to me like a lot of the masters drivers potentially are are, are leaving or retiring from national level racing and we're not seeing them we're not seeing them refilled by anybody else 
Well, or I wonder if it's the format. I mean, six rounds of racing in 10 days <laughs> is a lot for people. I mean, that's true. I, I don't think we could jump in a cart and be able to do it at Newcastle Motorsports Park right now. No, not um, so, so, you know, maybe that has, that's part of the, uh, the situation as well. You know, it's, it's a lot, it's a great thing because I'd be, I'd be all for racing six times in, in 10 days, but physically and mentally it just might be a little bit too much for some drivers uh numbers in the k100 junior categories 26 in k100 junior 34 in k100 senior we had 21 last year so both of those categories uh expanding david uh, k100 master had three drivers but i think in some of the uh the, the calls you've made some of the digging you've done here today we we may see a number of those drivers make moves to other classes is that is that correct we may, yeah, we may have zero when we get uh, trackside talking with uh, some of the, the, the two of the drivers that are in the class right now. So uh, that that might change, but uh, so we'll see when we get trackside regarding that new category. Again, it's it's kind of tough because it's kind of just been thrown in there. Um, I look at it as well on the East Coast here. There's nobody running KA100 Master even at the regional level. Uh, let alone club level. I don't know of any tracks that are doing that. I know there's maybe some heavy categories, but it doesn't seem to be enough numbers to be able to to warrant this at 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 the pro tour level. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens when we get uh, when we get trackside tomorrow. Uh, but and then we. I don't think we mentioned the uh, the pro shifter categories. We have twelve in the pro shifter down from eighteen last year, and then pro shifter two down tw- to ten from 14 a year ago. Yeah, we're going to do a quick break right now. When we do get back, we'll uh, we'll really dive into all the categories here. Again, we'll talk about X30 Senior. We'll talk about the Pro and Pro 2 Shifter categories. David can kind of break it down a little bit, the research that he's done. Because, again, remember, one of the things about the Shifter Car categories for 2020 in the Pro Tour, you're allowed the 175 IME SSE, but you're also allowed to run a KZ power plant. And, David, I know we got a number of drivers who have elected to use that KZ. We'll, uh, we'll dive into X30 Senior and Pro and Pro 2 Shifter after this break. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, Three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton. Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up, or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. At the Rawls and Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series, Pro Tour, and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. 
We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. With over 35 years of manufacturing experience, Precision Karting Technologies is the leader in American-made components. We produce high-quality products led by our full line of chromoly and mild steel axles. Metric or Imperial, Standard or Custom, we have what you need. Collars, keys, bearings, we're the source for axle components in the USA. We're not just axles either. At PKT, we can manufacture motor mounts, hubs, brake rotors, and even GoPro mounts. We're also the choice for axle and chassis straightening. We've designed a dedicated table for the sole purpose of straightening and laser aligning your chassis. If needed, we have the capability to cut, replace, and weld portions of your chassis as well. Big crash bent your frame? Send it to us. Broke a spindle yoke off in a wreck? We can replace it. You don't need to toss that expensive frame in the trash bin. We can fix it. We can repair and straighten chassis, and we CNC machine the finest carting products in the country. With over 70 dealers throughout the U.S. and Canada, it's easy to choose PKT. Family owned and operated, proudly made in the USA. PKT, what's in your cart? Welcome back to the EK at Outlap, where we preview this coming weekend and the following weekend, Supercarts USA Summer Nationals, the Summer Festival at Newcastle Motorsports Park. It's episode number 10 of the Outlap. August the 5th right now, Wednesday, just getting ready to lead into this deal. Yeah, I think I think we kind of created the Summer Festival name because they, they haven't really said it. It's a Summer Festival, have they? I thought it was Festival of Speed or something like that. I don't, I don't know. I, just, that's the thing. Like they haven't, they haven't put really a, a name on the event, so I... I guess we could kind of call it whatever we want, right? We could just call it uh, the Mike Adams special. Oh, as long as making hamburgers, we're good. Let's make some smash burgers. Again, this edition of the Outlaw brought to you by Leading Edge Motorsports. David, let's jump into X30 Senior. And the bottom line is this, a full field of 44 pre-entries. And really, I guess out of the gate, the primary story would be Ryan Norberg's drive for five. Uh, four straight Supercarts USA Pro Tour Championships. He's the national number one uh, driver in the EKN driver rankings. He's got six races to do it at Newcastle. Is he going to be able to go five for five? Well, can he go six for six on the weekend? Uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's true. You know, that's one of the things going in, and, and we didn't talk about a little bit in the uh, in the uh, early section of the show. They're giving a, they're giving out prize money for X30 Junior, or sorry, X30 Senior, X30 Junior, and the Pro uh, shifter category. So each day a winner is taking home cash. And, and, and then the, uh, the, those categories with over 30 drivers are also taking home cash as well. Not as much as, as the, uh, the headline divisions with the 2,500 to win each round, you know? So I, I'm, I'm talking about a little bit in the written preview. If you win all six rounds in X30 senior, that's $15,000. You're taking home. Grand. That's massive. That's, that's, Excuse me, kicking in. I think it was another another twenty thousand dollars. I think it was once, right? That they threw back into the pot. So nice. Uh, again, so Ryan Norberg for, of course, the Rawls Performance Group, looking to score his fifth straight Supercarts USA Pro Tour Championship. It'll start. Uh, he'll start that drive for five on Friday. Cool to see national number two Brandon Jarsakrack on the entry list as well. And back to 2018 Scusa Pro Tour national number three Dante Yu back in the fight as well. This is a pretty good looking grid, Dave. This grid is really stacked. I mean, we, we, you know, you look through it when I was doing my written preview. Uh, I'm just looking at the names that I that I keep going over and over and seeing. I'm like, man, I 
you know, there's probably 20 drivers here that have the ability to win without a doubt. So you're looking at half the field with a legitimate shot at being on the podium in any of the rounds throughout the weekend. Uh, you, you look at Brandon Lemke, uh, Zach Holden, who's joining uh, Trinity Karting Group for the weekend. He's jumping aboard a Tony Kart. Lemke still on with the uh, Franklin Kart Merlin machine. Uh, Ashley Ruggiero coming back uh, behind the wheel. She's been obviously do, does a lot of racing at GoPro Motorplex and, and does a lot of coaching with a lot of the uh, the kids underneath the uh, the Nitro Kart tent. She's jumping back into the seat, going to go at it for for the weekend. So. She's one that's always been fast at Newcastle Motorsports Park. And then you look at who just recently won there in the USPKS uh, event with Ariz Dumejian and Philip Arscott in the uh, Will Power Cart. Both of them uh, able to score victory on, on that weekend. So they're, they're in the field as well. Uh, and then a strong class of rookies that are going to be in the field as well, too. Well, yeah, and before you start rolling out the rookies, the cool factor is you look at some of the guys that have done well here at Newcastle, but also both Lemke and Digmeji and former Scusa X30 Junior champions, if I'm not mistaken, right? So um, I'm telling you, this this is stacked. Then look at the rookies. And this is the thing, David, you and I always get excited when we, we watch these kids come up through the, the mini categories into junior. Uh, Luca Mars, uh, Morgan, Tyner, Tresini. Like what a, what a stacked group of, of rookies. The freshman class is big. Yeah, Mars actually got some good racing in with racing against sixty other carts. Yeah, uh, they this, did this past weekend. He he uh, he he visited the USAC karting, bowed out the Brickyard, did uh, did KA racing along with uh, the Briggs and Stratton two hundred six class. So he got uh, got to experience some drafting there around the uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Had a, a pretty solid weekend. Finished second in the KA one hundred category, but uh, has really been coming on strong in the X thirty. Uh, division as well too. Uh, uh, Cole Morgan is going to be a rookie to watch. Uh, Brandon Tyner and and Trusini are obviously yeah. fast every weekend they go to. So it's a matter of if they're going to be able to translate that into uh, into good results come the end of each day. Hey David, I, I, this is I just want to throw this out there because it, I don't know if it caught me off guard or I just haven't been watching. When did when did Luca Mars grow like six inches? Yeah, he's gotten really, really tall over the last year. When did year. that happen? <laughs> when did that happen? Well, and he's splitting, and he's splitting his race suit because he was walking around Indianapolis with a broken race suit all weekend <laughs> long. So he's getting really tall, and it's and it's affecting his race suit. So uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, that's what happens with some of these kids, man. You, I know. You, you blink your eye, and they've grown a foot. It just literally caught me off guard when I saw him. I, I, it was weird. Um, speaking, you got the rookie class coming up. How about uh, Renato Jader David, former uh, Supercarts USA Super Nationals winner in X30 Master, deciding he's going to step up a weight class going at it in X30 Senior? I, I, I'm really ex- interested to see what Renato's able to do. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it with Andre Nicastro. He's been able to come down and, and race with the senior drivers, you know, being however old, you know, maybe what, 45? He's got to be close to your age. I remember he he raced in Dude, some he- of the uh, North American Karting Championships back yeah. in the day. In Super A back in the late '90s, he was running Super A against the big dogs. So yeah, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, I I I can I could see Renato being at least in the top twenty uh, throughout the weekend. So it'll be interesting to watch along with fellow Brazilian Alan Gali. He's been quick all over the place. Um, probably going into the Winter Nationals, he was probably one of the favorites because he had a a solid weekend uh, down there at Nolo Motorsports Park. Uh, so we'll see if he's able to uh, to come back aboard his CRG and and be quick at Newcastle. 
Again, 44 pre-entries next 30 senior. That is going to be an absolute barn burner. Six races to find out who's going to be the champion in that category. And again, as David said, uh, if you win all six, it's $15,000. Let's move to the pro category, pro shifter. 12 drivers in the pro shifter category, David, and the last three champions all come into race. It's Jake French, AJ Myers, and Kyle Wick all ready to go head-to-head. Eight drivers running the IAMI SSE 175. Four drivers bolting on the KZ. Actually, you know what? I messed that up. It's four former champions. Well, who are we missing? Danny Formal, 2016. Oh, right. So Danny Formel running the uh, Charles Leclerc chassis with Ansem Motorsports. Yep. <laughs> the last four champions. Why not? Let's, I mean, it's it's we've never had it. I I'm pretty sure wow. we've not had this at a regular Pro Tour event to where we've had this many champions in the shifter category. Not to mention you throw in four-time winner, uh, Super super Nationals winner, uh, Billy Musgrave. Uh, so, I mean, just, I mean, there's a top five right there. I mean, you don't have to go any further than that. But then, you know, you throw in some of the young guns like uh, uh, Race Liberante, the last year's Pro 2 champion, um, Devin Smith-Harden coming off victory at Brad all of the yeah. Brickyard. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a pretty tight field. And Andrew Budozo, who was national number three last year, uh, you know, teaming up with the magic Carts. So you got what three magic Carts with Rory Vandersteer, uh, AJ Myers and Andrew Budozo, who, who actually just won the rock cup, uh, festival at Charlotte, uh, this past weekend as well. So, I mean, some solid drivers that are making up, uh, the pro shifter category, but really what's going to be interesting is to watch the engine disparity. Uh, four drivers that are going to be running aboard the KZ power plants. You have Musgrave on a KZ, Race Liberante on a KZ, Danny Formel on a KZ, and Pierce Baldis with Leading Edge Motorsports on the Formula K. He's running a KZ as well. The rest of the drivers on the SSE engine. How is that going to change throughout the weekend? You know, we I don't quite know what the ruling is. How often can you change an engine? You know, this is again something brand new. They've never had. Aside from the the first year of the Pro Tour with G1 having, you know, open engines, how often can drivers be changing, whether going back from KZ to SSE or just different KZ engines, period? Uh, you have the Medina, you have the Maxter, you have the TM. It's going to be interesting to see how, how this kind of all shakes out throughout the weekend and next weekend as well. Yeah, yeah you did mention that uh, Jordan Musser. Uh, is up running in in the pro category as well, which I which I think is pretty cool to see Jordan doing that. I believe pro is he, two. He, he's running pro party pro two. Uh, I, I like that. Obviously, you know, he kind of dominated the action last year, right? He kind of wants to jump back into the fight and and see what he's got. Yeah, it'll be that the pro two category is going to be certainly interesting because we don't have anybody returning from last year, so it's kind of an open book uh, in terms of who's going to stand out. Uh, you got to put Musser up there be, being a four-time uh, Supercarts USA champion already in master category, but him coming back down. You have young gun Annie Rule, who was really impressive at Battle of the Brickyard. We haven't been able to quite see her her step up, and she did that last weekend running running alongside you know Wild Thing Josh Lane and up there with Race Liberante as well. So uh, we'll see how that translates going to Newcastle, where it's it's a pretty demanding racetrack, especially on the super mile track. Um, but Baylor Griffin, he's a returning driver. He's, I don't think he's quite finished in the top three in points ever. So he'll be, he'll be probably a, a challenger for the championship along with, uh, uh Gavin Bailiff and the Trinity carding group entry aboard the, uh, Burrell arc cart. And then, uh, Kyle Puzo, 
uh, on the GFC with Riviera Racing. He he might be another driver that uh, that could be fighting for the victory on the weekend. Yeah, I think one of the drivers that we watched last year that was very strong that could be ready to break out would be Chente Salas too. You know, he was uh, obviously on the on the Croc promotion last year. He's with the Factory Cart and a Musgrave Racing Company this year. And think about this: we're talking. We got to go back to the mid two thousands. The last time I think we saw Gustavo Jakobin <laughs> race at Newcastle Motorsports Park back in the stars of karting days. David, that's a while back. Yeah, if I recall, the last time he was there, he got into a scuffle. If I recall, <laughs> that's right. Uh, we, yep, yeah, we won't talk much about that, but yeah, no, let's leave that. Let's let that one go. But he actually was famous a couple years ago for that uh, that video that he did with Travis Pastrana, where he he pushed the uh, the shut off button. I think when they were doing like some Red Bull event uh, a couple years back, that was pretty interesting. But he's been he's been pounding laps left and right at uh, at Homestead over and over. So he's not he has no rust to shake off. Maybe a little bit in the uh, in racecraft. You know, might need to get uh, used to uh, to 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 you know that race racing style, but he's gonna uh, he probably will be quite one of the quick ones as well on yeah, the weekend. Let's and then Gustavo's a pro; he's become a professional racer. Exactly, driver. former Insta, former IMSA driver as well too. So yeah, yeah he he, right. he he doesn't have the rust to shake off. But uh, engine wise, there it's going to be half and half. You got five on the IAMI one seventy five, and then five with the, uh, the KZ power plant. So it'll be uh, again. Both categories will be interesting to watch with how the uh, the engine selections change, and or may, or maybe don't change. I, I just like you know in the, in the pro category, I like the fact that it is absolutely stacked. It's not a huge field, but as you said, David, the last four champions, we've got guys that have won major races like uh, Devin Smith Harden coming off his win, as you said, at, at Indianapolis at the Battle of the Brickyard. Then you see this really cool cross section in the pro two class. We got some really young drivers. We got a couple drivers that looked good last year in pro two. And then we got a veteran like Jordan Musser, one of the legends in the sport with, with so many championships over the last, you know, 15 to 20 years. I think that's going to be a really, really fun category to watch. Uh, okay. Let's go to another break. And then when we come back, we're going to line up with X30 junior, KA 100 junior, KA 100 senior and KA 100 masters. If indeed, that class does hold on, as David had said, uh, those drivers potentially thinking about moving to another category. So stay with us, folks. The EKN Outlap of the Supercarts USA Summer Nationals brought to you by Leading Edge Motorsports. We'll continue after this break. Powered by technology, DID racing chains have a worldwide reputation for superior quality and reliability. Meticulously engineered and manufactured in Japan, DID Genuine Parts are the world's number one original parts supplier for Japanese and European motorcycle manufacturers. A rich racing tradition where results speak for themselves, DID prides itself on engineering the most technologically advanced chains on the market to help you excel on and off the track. DID's SDH pin treatment creates an extremely hard chromium carbide layer on the pin surface that houses a soft inner core to absorb extreme shock loads. DID's 219 HTZ racing chain boasts this SDH pin technology, which leads to longer chain life, as well as excellent energy transmission to the wheels. Available in the gorgeous gold, the 219 HTZ is the ultimate racing kart chain. Pick up a DID chain at your local dealer today, because when winning is the only thing that matters, go with DID.
feel like you're racing alongside the many legends that have called CRG home. With direct factory support, the CRG Nordam operation is the North American distributor for all CRG products related to karting and is based just outside Houston, Texas. The complete racing chassis line, including the famous Road Rebel shifter cart, is available through CRG Nordam. The growing FS4 Briggs & Stratton focused chassis is expanding worldwide, including right here in North America. Many tracks, indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the Centurion rental cart line through CRG. New for the 2020 season is the Mini Hero for cadet racing, homologated for FIA competitions around the world. Head over to cartcrg.com or find them on all social media networks. Welcome back to the EKN Outlap, the preview of the upcoming Supercarts USA Summer Nationals. The entire Pro Tour jammed into two weekends at Newcastle Motorsports Park. David Cole, 30 pre-entries lined up for X30 Junior. One of the big things, obviously, we don't have the defending champion back this year. No, Freddie Slater of the Great Britain area is not uh, going to be returning, obviously racing in Europe. Uh, it's got a busy schedule there, and... Uh, Brandon Tyner finished second last year in the championship. He's moved up to, uh, X30 senior, as we talked about earlier. So the only returning driver from last year's championship podium is Josh Pearson, uh, not on the entry list, but been confirmed that he will be there in Newcastle showed really well at the, uh, USPKS weekend. We had some really, uh, fast lap times, just didn't quite have the racing luck on his side to be able to get on top of the podium. But you got to expect him to be among the uh, the top contenders. Yeah. With a lot of returning drivers uh, coming up in the field that are going to be in the field at Newcastle. Yeah, you look at uh, you look at these Brent Cruz. You got Fletcher. You got John Burke, uh, Max Opolsky, Jace Park, Mateo Rubio Luengo. We've been talking about these kids for the last five years or more, and uh, it seems to be that a number of them are getting to the point where they're kind of at that last last year junior. And now this is when they really want to impress, right, David? This is the opportunity to, to try to grab that championship before you make the move to senior. Yeah, Cruz, we know, has always been fast everywhere he goes. Uh, had a little bit of a struggle during the USPKS weekend in, in both X30 Junior and K100 Junior, but certainly going to be fast. Jeremy Fletcher coming off a podium in Charlotte uh, last weekend. John Burke uh, was certainly one of the rising stars last year, and so now he returns as, as one of the top contenders under the Super Tune tent. Uh, Max Opolsky, really another guy who is has kind of stepped up his game, was really quick during the winter months uh, out on the West Coast. And so now he's bringing that speed over to Newcastle. Jace Park, another driver who's gotten that steady growth uh, under the Speed Concepts Racing Tent. Uh, he was in competition. He was in the con contention as well at the USBKS weekend, along with Mateo Rubio Luengo, who's just been flat out fast everywhere he goes. You know, you and I had a chance to do uh, the first couple of rounds of the the uh, Challenge of the Americas as well. And I think one of the drivers that really impressed us out there, there was Alexander Berg as well. What do you think about Alexander with Ryan Perry Motorsports potentially being one of the spoilers of the category? Yeah, he has that possibility. He was at the USPKS weekend, didn't quite obviously get the results that he wanted uh, compared to what he did over in the West Coast. So we'll see if that, that weekend uh, in July is going to help him. Uh, for this weekend, as he's one of the number of drivers who are going to be doing the double duty with X30 Junior and KA100 Junior as well. What are your thoughts on the rookie class? Uh, just a couple of ones to point out. Jack Jeffers, again, he was uh, he was with Speed Concepts Racing at the USBKS weekend, uh, was among one of the top contenders that weekend. And then Elliot Cox being his home track, 
uh, racing under the Syntec racing uh, tent aboard a top cart. We'll be able to uh, to see how he's progressing. Uh, was at the USPKS weekend as well. Hovered around the top 10 there as well. So we'll see if he's able to step it up uh, this weekend. Yeah, you know, for me, it's just you, you kind of scroll down through it. It's you don't want to leave anybody out, right? Guys, we've seen win races like you know Paul Bocuse, uh, you know Alex Stanfield's kind of stepped up, up over the last couple of uh, uh, last couple of years. Uh, Carson like, Morgan, Frankie Mossman, Carson Morgan, Frankie Mossman, uh, yeah. guys can get the job done, right? And they get again. This is one of the things, David, about this particular setup now with the three races. If a driver starts getting on the roll early. Like if you're running top 10, top five early, it's going to give you that momentum, right? To go all the way through to try potentially win this championship. I think Friday and Saturday are going to be so crucial to see who has some momentum going through the entire weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a great little West versus East battle. A lot of those drivers, you know, coming from the West, a lot of those drivers representing the East, not to mention the central states with with a lot of, lot of, lot of drivers there from the state of Texas uh, making their way in. So Certainly a great mixture of talent that's going to be in the X30 junior path. Okay, let's move to KA100 junior right now. You did say, David, a couple drivers potentially doing double duty, but 26 entries in total, and we won't see – we're not going to see the 2019 champ either, Connor Zilch. Yeah, Connor is going to be uh, over racing in Europe. I believe he's part of the uh, CIK Academy Trophy program this year. Uh, So he'll be – he's already over in Europe getting ready for – for racing this, uh, this late in the season, you know, obviously we're ho- you know, due to the COVID, everything kind of got pushed back, but, uh, he's made his way over there now. Uh, so we won't, we'll have a new champion in 2020 in the, uh, KA 100 junior category. As I mentioned, a number of top returning drivers and a number of them are doing the double duty. You talk about Brent Cruz doing double duty, uh, uh Thomas Anunziata, Alex Berg, Max Opalski, Mateo Rubio Luengo. Uh, John Burke doing double duty, a number of drivers doing the double duty going to be very competitive in both categories. Uh, Carson Morgan being another one as well. So, I mean, it's going to be essentially almost the same names we talk about in X30 junior. We probably are going to talk about them a bunch in KA 100 junior as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts of the freshman class? There's obviously some really strong drivers who have found success uh, coming into the program here this year. Uh, any, any, Tell me who you think stands out for you. Well, as we talked about earlier in the year, we're seeing the the mini Swift drivers moving up to the K100 junior category rather than doing the X30 junior category. So this is kind of where we're going to see more rookies kind of stand out, I think, compared to the, uh, the X30 junior category. Uh, Chris, you talk about Christian Miles, Ava Dobson, uh, Car- uh, Cam- Cameron Weinberg, um, Graham Trammell, who's making a big jump up. Uh, from micro, I believe. I don't think he even ran mini last year at all. He's moving up to K100 Junior and then Austin Jurors as well. You know, a number of these drivers were solid in their cadet days uh, moving up to K100 Junior. We know Christian Miles has already been near the front of the field during the winter months and then uh, at USPKS as well. Same with Cameron Weinberg was uh, pretty stellar uh, in the uh, USPKS weekend uh, in July. Um, you know, moving over to the K100 senior class with 34 pre-entries. This one, the amount of heavy hitters in senior reminds me of X30, X30 senior as well. You got national number one from last year, national number two, right? You got Austin Osborne, uh, and you got Nick Ramirez. And then, like, look at the heavy hitters. You, you, you talked about double duty in X30 junior and K100 junior, but Arias Dukmedjian, Brandon Lemke, Matthew Mockaby, 
Joey Brienza. And then you look at and then you look at the rookies who have all won races as well. This is uh, this is going to be this may be one of the best races of the of the weekend. To be real, well, right? if if it's anything like what we saw at the USPKS weekend, it probably will be because well, something maybe, about you know 100 cc racing at you know in America is just prevalent. It just people yeah. love it, and it provides such great racing. Duke Medjian won the uh, the Saturday main event, and then Bryson Morris, another rookie star. Uh, pulled off a victory there. So he's going to be pulling double duty as well. So he's leading one of the leaders in the uh, the rookie category. You had in Luca Mars pulling double duty as well. So two rookies pulling double duty. They're probably going to be pretty quick in both categories. So they're going to mix it up with those veterans, as you said, with, with Lemke and Maccabi. Uh, Osborne being probably one of the oldest uh, drivers in K100 senior. Definitely has his cutout his work cut out for him to, uh, to be able to defend uh, that 2019 championship. Hey David, when, when we did our debrief podcast on the battle of the brickyard, you and I both talked about the fact that you and I running two classes at Indianapolis really, I think helped both of us get a better feel for the track and keep, you know, keep dialed in as this track continues so much racing going on, you know, the rubber's going to start going down. It may, it may play well for guys like Mars and Morris who are doing the double duty, anybody doing double duty to get so much more time on the racetrack. Well, especially with it being the Ironman course, it's something that a lot of people really only did last year if they came to the uh, the Summer Nationals. So if they hadn't been here before, I think Luca Mars didn't get to race last year because he broke his arm just prior to the uh, the race weekend. Uh, so he's never, I don't think he's been on the Ironman course. So I think for him doing this double duty, it's certainly going to help. Now for, for the senior categories, it's a little different because they have, um, the, uh, the red, uh, the red Evinco tires compared to the, the blue in the K 100 categories. Uh, but same thing for, but it's unlike the junior where they're both on the blue tires with the X 30 category and the K 100 category. So they run the same tire, just different engines in the junior category. So it kind of helps them chassis wise, you know, to be able to go back and forth regarding, you know, tire and chassis compound. Um, you know, mixture, how is it going to work where seniors it's two different tires. So it's really just about track time and going for victories really in, in those divisions. So David, before we came on the show, you and I talked about it. We talked a little bit about it start to, you know, in our notes where there are three pre-entries to KA 100 master, but I know you've been doing some digging here today. What have you found out so far about the three guys that were planning on running master? Well, on the entry list, we have the new category for the new category is as Matt Johnson, last year's X30 master champion. We have Nick Tucker, the 2000, I want to say what 13, maybe 2012 champion might've been earlier than that, but uh, a champion nonetheless. And uh, Ron Jenkins. So those make up the three drivers in the K 100 master category. The rumor is Matt Johnson's looking at maybe racing in the K 100 senior category where Tucker's calling me or talking to me, asking me who was in it. And now he's thinking about maybe bringing his X30 engine instead and racing in the uh, X30 master class. So we may see zero entries in the, uh, the KA 100 master category. Once we uh, hit the track tomorrow. Copy. All right, folks, another break in the action here right now. We're going to get back out. This will be the final break in this particular show. When we get back, X30 Master, G1 and G2, Mini Swift and Micro Swift to wrap up this edition of the EK and Outlap. The Vinco Tires is entering its fifth season as the leading cart tire in North America. 
Manufactured by MG Tires, Avinco is the dedicated brand established for Supercarts USA and International Kart Federation competition. The Avinco tire is available in two compounds. The Avinco Red SKM is the medium compound tire utilized in shifter and tag categories. The Avinco Blue SKH is a harder compound designed for cadet divisions as well as the popular Briggs & Stratton 206 and KA100 categories. Coming soon will be a new homologation for the tire brand. The new Avinco compounds will have increased performance standards and extended durability when they make their debut here in the U.S. Dealers all across North America have Avinco tires in stock today. To be part of the dealer network, call 951-491-0330 or visit avincotires.com to learn more. Avinco, conquer every corner. Every winter, young drivers take the leap up to the next class. Whether it's micro to mini, mini to junior, or the big jump from junior into the senior ranks, it's tougher competition. If your son or daughter are moving up a class in 2020, give them exactly what they need to be ready. Professional coaching from the most respected teacher in the sport. With over 30 years of karting experience, Alan Rudolph and his staff at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy specialize in training young racers and accelerating their skills so that they're ready for the next challenge. Don't just invest in equipment, invest in your driver. Bring them to the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston and invest in their skill development. Get them ready to take on that next on-track challenge, better prepared than ever. Get ready for 2020 by calling the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at 866-607-7223. Head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Can Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole. This is the, what is it, day the 10th? Scroll back up, the 10th episode. Man, we're starting to get up there on these episodes. The 10th edition of the ECAN Outlap, where we preview the upcoming Supercarts USA Summer Nationals. It's a unique year, of course, with the COVID-19 pandemic and how the schedules have all been moved around. And we find ourselves with two essentially back-to-back triple-header weekends that to package up the entire uh, Scusa Pro Tour, the 11th running of this program. Uh, we're going to wrap things up now in our preview. X30 Master to start things off. David, you kind of gave us a little bit of a teaser that maybe Nick Tucker will be added to the list. Six pre-entries in total, no former champions. That could change with Nick Tucker. Um, as you said, Matt Johnson, 2019 champion, going to run KA100, but still a pretty good feat. Pretty pretty good group. Let's say six, we end up with seven. Let's say we end up with eight. Uh, there's some pretty badass drivers here in X30 Master. Well, Scott Roberts certainly has the the list of those that are entered uh, coming off uh, a solid weekend at the USPKS program. So he's going to be one of the favorites going in. Jonathan Silva, a number of years now under his belt in the uh, the master category. He should be quick. You add in the two solo cart USA drivers of Adam Pettit and uh, Salvatore Sparacio. Sparacio. Uh, they should be quick as well. They were quick last year at Newcastle. Uh, and then yeah. the Carapoletti brothers with uh, Kim and Scott. Uh, we'll see if they'll, they'll be able to uh, to hang with uh, the rest of the field throughout the weekend. But uh, no slouches in the category. And then again, if you throw in Tucker in, uh, we'll see what Johnson ends up doing, if he's going to stay with KA or go to go to uh, X30. Not sure. We'll see, uh, we'll see how this unfolds uh, once we get to Trackside. 
Yeah, I think it should be a good little battle back and forth. Uh, we'll find out whether or not they jam them in with the X30 masks or seniors or just run them straight up. Uh, one thing we didn't mention, Solo Kart USA, David. Back, if we go, go back to the X30 senior class, they were trying to get their driver who uh, did so well was on the podium at the Winter Series, uh, Louis Westover from the UK, not able to come over here. So the guys from Solo Kart USA are actually adding a couple of drivers to the team. National number three from last year, Trey Brown, could be running a um, – uh, a solo cart USA machine and Jake Heblow as well. So a couple of drivers uh, going to run X30 senior on the solo cart USA equipment. Yeah. It, it, again, that uh, it's a great package. We saw Jesus Rios jr. Do well with it uh, at Newcastle as well. So uh, yeah, it's uh, um, you got, they have those two categories pretty locked in with, uh, with their chassis uh, solid uh, performance, as you said, with uh uh, down at the winter series. And so we'll see if they can translate it at the, uh, the summer festival here this weekend at Newcastle. So we already went, went through the, uh, the pro shifter and pro shifter two category. Let's jump David into the, the G one and G two categories, uh, uh, four drivers in G one, uh, that split between essentially two and two, half and half, two drivers on the IAMI, two drivers on KZ in the G two category, all three of them on the, the IAMI 175. Yeah, in the G1 category, we're going to look to see uh, a good battle between Joe Rook and uh, Scott Skitchy Barnes uh, from Bermuda. Two drivers who are very familiar with one another, raced with, with each other a number of times. They uh, they come in as the uh, the early favorites uh, in the category. Anthony, Anthony Stifler and Amar Sonata round out uh, the entry list in G1. Uh, G2 is going to be a little bit of a battle of some champions. You have uh, Justin Peck. The uh, Winter Series champion, he's going to be in G2 with Rollison Performance Group. You have Nathan Stewart, uh, the 2019 G2 Super Nationals winner uh, with Full Gas Motorsport aboard the uh, Burrell Art chassis. He'll be in the category along with Ken Schilling, the uh, reigning Scusa number two driver. So uh, pretty good battle in G2 that we'll see between those three drivers. Yeah, we'll see what happens with, with uh, obviously, Justin Peck dialing things in at the Winter Series. He was very strong down in Florida. That should be uh, fun to see what he's able to do. But we all know that Nathan Stewart, uh, badass for sure. 40 pre-entries in Mini Swift. Um, none of the returning top three from last year. That's going to kind of open things up. But uh, we've got a, we got the drivers who really have been strong in the micro category. And, uh, of course, Mini from last year as well. There's a really strong group of drivers here in Mini. But if you look at those who were we talked about in their essentially rookie seasons uh, in the mini swift category, you talk about J uh, Caleb Gaffar, uh, Max Garcia, who uh, was a winter series champion this year in the mini swift category, uh, Cameron Brinkman, Ben Mayer, Parker DeLong. I believe he's this is his third season in the mini swift category. So he uh, he comes in as now probably the 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 veteran of the mini swift category, if you can say that. Uh, so, so it's certainly a strong group of five drivers there. You have a number of other drivers who have been looking strong as in recent, uh, weeks, uh, winners at the USBKS weekend was Mateus Orwella and uh, Cooper shipment. So they are, uh, are drivers who are, uh, certainly have the speed and we'll see if they're able to translate that, uh, over into, uh, the Supercarts USA weekend. You know, if you look a little bit at the Winter Series as well, we saw some really good uh, performances of Oliver Weldon and Sebastian Weldon as well. Both those drivers running for uh, JC Carding on the Cosmics. I think they're going to be in the fight too. I know we don't really have them down uh, in our notes here right now, but based on what they showed us at their home track, essentially at Homestead, 
uh, if they pick things up here at, at, at Newcastle, they could most definitely be in the fight. Yeah, and you talk about other rookies like Kai Johnson. He's moved up from the micro division. He's been fast, uh, typically wherever he goes. So he'll be one to watch. There's a number of drivers who certainly have the ability. Spencer Conrad, yeah, another I'm driver moving Spencer. up from the micro yeah. uh, Swift division. So a number of drivers who uh, might have the ability to kind of sneak attack on uh, on those contenders who we have mentioned already. You know, you brought up Parker DeLong in his third year, and I think that a lot of people try to rush their kids through the mini swift category too long. You know, you know my feeling about giving your driver an opportunity to learn how to win. And I think for me that's key. We saw it with Ty Sorensen as well. He ran three years in the mini swift category, did so well that you know, when you start winning races, people start seeing it. And I like seeing people get a chance to stay in a category so they learn how to win. That I think is one of the very crucial deals. So we'll see if Parker DeLong is able to get that done here this weekend. But wow, a lot of lot of great talent in mini. Uh, then we go to Micro, David, the essentially intro into the Supercarts USA Pro Tour program, Micro Swift drivers, 23 in total and defending the defending champ back. And not only is he back, but he started out pretty solid at Newcastle and US, USPKS. Yeah, he won on Saturday in the dry, then won on wet on Sunday to uh, to be able to. And ironically, they were his first victories in the USPKS program after I think finishing fourth in the uh, in the championship last last year. So he certainly has the the pedigree to uh, to be able to defend his championship uh, here at the Supercarts USA competition. Um, I, I didn't. We didn't actually mention his name. Jack Iliff. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought you waiting. did. I'm sorry. I was I was setting you up for it, but no, we didn't we didn't mention Jack Iliff yet for Iron Rock Motorsports. He's the guy we're talking about, national number one. I thought you fans. said his name. I'm I, I apologize. <laughs> I did. That's all right, dude. That's good. Hey, this yeah, second, second podcast in two days, and it's just been I'm still recovering from Brickyard. You know, my emotional status is not, you know, what it was yeah, going into I the weekend. It, so you got your ass kicked by an old man. I get it. I know. I've I've already had three people offer me 50 bucks to take you out next year. So, so I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm recovering quickly. (laughs) Well, listen, here's the thing. It's the same as last year, David, you were never really close enough to me anytime during the weekend to take me out anyway. So I'm not really worried about that. Practice. I will next year. (laughs) That's right. right. I'm going to make sure I draft behind you the entire time. practice. If you can. Uh, Ooh. Nice. All right, so give, give me your lineup. What do you think? Obviously, Isla, if you watch what he was able to do at the USPKS weekend, uh, who else do you think has the has the, the chops right now to battle with him? Well, when you look at returning drivers, you look at uh, James Moss. He's got the experience uh, at this level. Uh, you have um, Ayrton Grimm, the uh, USPKS champion last year. He's sticking with Micro Swift at the Supercarts USA competition after running Mini Swift at USPKS. So he's come back down. Um, and then, um, Tristan Murphy has a solid experience out on the West coast. So we'll see what he's able to do coming to Newcastle. A couple of drivers to watch though, who are kind of new, cause obviously in the micro category, we're getting some, some new names, uh, Vivek Canth- Canthon from Mike Doty racing. He was uh, pretty solid at the USPKS weekend. So I expect him to turn around and do the same this weekend as well. Um, he'll be one to, uh, to certainly watch and obviously others that, uh, will be able to rise up, uh, throughout the weekend. Well, what about some of the, you know, some of the drivers from the nitro cart crew as well? Carson Weinberg, I expect to be fast. There's there's a couple drivers from that team that you got to expect they're going to come to the forefront as well. Yeah. Carson, sorry, Carson Weinberg. Yeah. He was ILF's top contender, uh, throughout that USBKS weekend. So he's going to be in the hunt as well. 
Uh, and again, we'll just, we'll see who, again, that's the thing about that micro category. It's really tough to know who's on their game until we get, uh, until we get trackside. Well, folks, there's a good little uh, kind of look at some of the drivers who you're going to see over these next couple of weekends. Uh, we won't be doing an Outlap podcast next week, as I had said before, for the second weekend of the Supercarts USA Summer Nats. But our debrief table will kind of be a, of a will be kind of like a race report slash preview at the same time. We'll talk about what happened and we'll kind of have a look forward who we think will come to the forefront as well. In, this, in the second triple header. Lots of racing coming, man. This is crazy. <laughs> Lots of racing. Unprecedented weekends coming up here. Just uh, trying to charge up, be ready for... Uh, I mean, I don't know if your voice is going to be ready for I three straight gonna, days of racing. I was just going to say, that's a lot of racing for me. I'm going to have to... I'm gonna have to get something. You, you, uh, I don't, there's no, there's no Starbucks around. Here. You can't go Randy Coogler and go on the limiter right away. He was on the limiter at, uh, <laughs> at, at Indy. He and Caleb Smock were rocking it. Uh, again, folks, as always with the Supercarts USA program and any of the races that we cover on the Ecan Trackside Live program, make sure to follow us uh, all weekend long. Uh, the live audio at ecardinews.com slash live. We'll be streaming all the way from qualifying to the pre-finals to the finals. Follow us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll have a, a lot of coverage uh, on all three of the platforms. So our Instagram story will be very intensive as well. Uh, if you want to look us up real quick, uh, hashtags we'll be using uh, at e- uh, EK, uh, hashtag EK and at Scusa, hashtag Scusa 2020, hashtag Scusa Pro Tour, and as, as David has quoted himself, hashtag Summerfest 2020. It just sounds better. It sounds like a oh, concert series, right? It does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we'll we'll have all that stuff coming. And, and again, uh, you know, David will be doing race reports. And always follow the social media because uh, wherever you may be, you want to kind of see the results. David's posting those results to Facebook and Twitter. Lots of images as well. David, you're going to fire the camera up. Probably take a couple of thousand photos, maybe more this particular week. Um, I average about 3000 a weekend. So this could be 5,000 a weekend. So we're looking at, you know, maybe 10,000 images over the, uh, the two weekends. That's crazy. Uh, are you going to get some sleep tonight or what? How long, how long's the drive down here? What, four hours? Did you say four by four? Four and a half. Yeah. Around there. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure when I'm going to leave, but try and get down there lunch. I got to look at the schedule to see when I really need to be there because you're you're already there, so there's no rush really. You know, you you, you can handle things on on a practice day, but we do want to kind of do uh, you know a little uh, happy hour maybe at the end, uh, yeah, kind of like you know t- make sure the system's working right and and be ready to go. But um, yeah, it's four and a half hour drive, so get the rental car here this tonight and uh, be ready to go in the morning. Get down there and then just enjoy what is going to be a unique and and exciting double weekend of six rounds of racing. And, you know, we're going to do the debrief next week to kind of cap up the entire weekend, but we'll very likely do our our Facebook live debriefs as well. I know that people really loved that last year, right? Able to connect with us, ask us any questions of what happened during the day. So look forward to seeing us do our Facebook live uh, right off the camera over there too as well. Yeah, that's the great thing with uh, with the Newcastle headquarters. It's just down the road from the racetrack, so we don't have the long drives back to the hotels in Greenfield. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be able to eat if we have to, while we're doing a debrief, but you know, looking at the schedule, we're, we're done pretty solid, you know, probably about, you know, six o'clock at the latest with after podiums and everything like that. So yeah, it'll be great to do, uh, to get back on the video. Everybody can see our smiling faces. Um, you know, we'll probably social distance each other cause you don't want to be around. I don't want to be around you as much as I have to. Dude, we're, we got the EKN bubble going here. We're all we together do. in the same house. We're all yeah. Here. 
Thankfully, we have separate bedrooms, so I don't have to breathe in your your uh, your breath while you're sleeping. But uh, easy now. You'll be <laughs> uh, well, here's what I do want to do. Then hopefully we'll be able to put this together when we do the debrief next week. Uh, you'll probably be at home. I'll still be here. So we'll go. I, I want to go Facebook Live, and then maybe we'll bring in a couple of the drivers who did well. So we do the full. We'll do the full video. I want to try that. Because some of the drivers will obviously still be here. They can either be on their laptops or be on their phones. And we'll do a little uh, we'll do a little Facebook Live debrief, I think, next week. I like that, too. On yeah, the, we'll, uh, have, we'll, we'll, well, we'll have to see. We're going to talk to – obviously, we'll be talking to everybody, see what they're doing. Uh, I, I'm assuming that Monday through – Monday and Tuesday are going to be a lot of golf for a lot of people. That's true. That's right. <laughs> um, That's right. So we'll see. we'll see what happens. All right, guys, we're done here from the EKN Newcastle headquarters. David, of course, still in Grand Rapids. He'll head the head on the road tomorrow to get down here for what is going to be a, a pretty wild run down at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Big thank you to Greg Bell and Leading Edge Motorsports for being the presenting sponsor of this EKN Outlap, where we got a chance to preview the upcoming Supercarts USA Summer Nationals. We're done here, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to go racing. It's time to get this pro tour in the books for 2020. On behalf of David Cole, my name's Rob Howden. Bye for now.